Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2018 Week 10, which aired March 5th through March 7th, leading up to WWE Fastlane coming up on March 11th. Um, this was Raw episode 1293, SmackDown 968, Mixed Match Challenge Week 8, 205 Live number 67, Main event number 284 and NXT437. I have not watched main event yet because it's not on Hulu as of my recording. Um, but uh, if there was anything particularly great about it, I will talk about it on my uh, episode later this week about Fastlane. I wanted to get this episode uh, recorded and out there um, before the weekend got really busy because I am going to Columbus to attend Fastlane in person, and I'm super excited about that. Um, so I want to get my predictions out there, talk a little bit about um, the insanity that is SmackDown right now. Um, but as you might be able to tell, my voice is a bit wonky because I am sick. I uh, couldn't have come. It could have come at a much worse time, but it, w- it wasn't an ideal time. There's never really an ideal time to get sick. Unless you have like absolutely nothing planned and you're like, well, I, I don't have to cancel anything to get some rest here. Um, but I started feeling like the, like the morning of uh, Tuesday, which other than being sick was a friggin' awesome day because I went and saw Hamilton at the Buell Theater in Denver. It was so friggin' awesome. Um, and I, I just wish that I wasn't sick during it so that I would have been a little bit more alert, um, and, and a little bit less pain on the interior of my head. But yeah, it was still, it was still awesome. And you, you don't need my recommendation to know that it's, it's worth seeing, but I'll just throw my hat in there as well. Yeah. Go see it. If you have the chance to see it, enter the, the lotteries every day. They, there's like five different touring company or four different four or five tour tours going on. Enter in those lotteries and uh, try to get try to get tickets. Um, it's so so fun. So before I get to the wrestling, uh, shout out to Maggie who got me into Hamilton. Uh, I was convinced to listen to the soundtrack a while ago, and I loved it. And, uh, since it was here in Denver for about a month or so, I figured this is my chance to see it. I'm not giving away my shots. Um, and it was definitely worth it. Um, so there you go. All right. Uh, raw, some stuff happens. This is probably the most eventful episode of the week. As far as um, story development goes, uh, we open the show with Rhonda challenging Stephanie McMahon and Kurt challenges Triple H and Kurt, he makes the matches. So he makes that match a mixed match challenge post final <laughs> at WrestleMania. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey Olympians versus the authority Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Um, all right. Well, there we go. There we have it. Um, we had Nia Jax versus Asuka, and Asuka won, made Nia tap out. Um, she's uh, not too pleased with herself backstage, and Alexa talks to her, and uh, she wasn't necessarily being mean, but she did say a lot of things that, uh, that made Nia cry, and uh, yeah, that was, that was that got pretty intense. 
then we had John Cena come out and uh, he he doesn't want to get jumped. He's saying this on Raw probably because of the scheduling thing, but he claims it's because he doesn't want to get jumped by the other five people in the six-pack challenge um, by claiming that he will break the record for the most world championships and uh, requests that AJ Styles uses his rematch right away and makes it a triple threat match with those two and Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania. But then Goldust comes out and challenges John Cena. It is really weird. Um, and John Cena defeated Goldust. Um, we had a symphony of destruction between Braun Strowman and Elias. This was pretty great. The, I, I don't even want to try to describe what was going on, but uh, all kinds of great stuff. And if if this if these two keep going at it and it ends up being these two at WrestleMania, um, I don't even know what that will entail. Um, we are going to be in a very musical city, and I'm sure they could uh, recruit all kinds of musicians to to be involved and and make it one memorable bash or or multiple bashes depending on the, the number of instruments available to do the bashing with. Um, we had uh, a presentation of the Mizzies. Seth and Finn Co. won a Mizzy. Then Kurt Angle won a Mizzy for the worst for worst decision by a general manager. I mean, he, he was all three nominations, so uh, it, was, uh, it was a no-brainer who was going to get it. And then uh, Seth comes out, interrupts the Lifetime Achievement Mizzy, and then Finn comes out and interrupts Seth. Um, he's wearing his blue, yummy gear. Uh, I didn't talk about that last week, that uh, Shinsuke Nakamura was uh, commenting in the Mixed Match Challenge comments thread. And uh, <laughs> some of his tweets were just like, ooh, blue Finn, yummy. Like, that's it. Now that's all I can think of whenever Finn is wearing his blue gear. And uh, there's there's no cure for that. There's no un uh, unreminding yourself of that. I don't think. Um, the Miz says that nobody makes losing better than you two, and he challenges them um, to a two on three match, which they accept. Or maybe they challenged Miz to it anyway. Uh, Ballins versus the Miz Taraj. Seth pins the Miz with a curb stomp after interrupting the coup de gras. Um, they could have done both. I don't know why they just didn't do both. It would have been even more effective. But anyway, Kurt comes out and makes it a triple threat at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and The Miz going at it for the Intercontinental Championship. If The Miz wins, he will most likely go on to be the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion ever which would be pretty awesome for him. Um, otherwise, I can't remember if Seth has held this championship before. Maybe he has. Um, but Finn hasn't, so it would be a new cha- it would be his second total championship um, since uh, coming onto the main roster. Um, so that would be pretty cool for him. And it would be pretty cool for Seth to, to get it as well, that uh, he's... He's finding success outside of the endless, uh, the previously endless tag team cycle. Um, he's he's broken out of that fighting the bar uh, phase. 
Uh, and then we close the show. A, a lot of stuff was cut out for the Hulu version of the show. I say this every week that I watch the show on Hulu. And sometimes they leave out some important stuff. Like this week they left out um, the uh, the Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt stuff. But I did check it out, at least part of it, online later. And that could be pretty cool. The ultimate deletion at WrestleMania. That's exciting. Um but uh, we had Paul Heyman with the Universal Championship, uh, no Universal Champion, uh, talking it up a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and then Roman Reigns comes out and uh, and says some stuff too. Uh, Heyman runs away, probably to cry out in the back. Uh, so he says, uh, "Make sure that Brock comes next week ready to fight, because I'm going to fight him. That's that's why he should be ready to to fight." Dressed to fight, etc. All right. Um, the, re- the rest of this week's stuff, I did not take any notes on, so I'm just going to talk about what I can remember. Um, the most important thing for me is the mixed match challenge because this was my favorite match of the entire week. It was so much fun. Um, we had Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss, Team Little Big, versus uh glowish jimmy uso and naomi and uh yeah this match was so much fun there's uh, all kinds of of silly stuff going on um the concern that naomi has for for jimmy anytime that he was about to go up against braun Strowman, but then he totally disregards that because he gets caught up in making fun of the big man he starts mocking Braun Strowman after um, he's he's flustered when uh, Alexa Bliss gets knocked off the apron on top of him, uh, putting them both in a very compromising situation. Um, uh, ultimately, Braun Strowman destroys Jimmy Uso. He throws him through a table, but for some reason, uh, no disqualification was issued um, it, at, while this so-called distraction was going on. Alexa got the upper hand on Naomi and rolled her up for another win. So Team Little Big heads into the semifinal. I think it's the semifinal. Yeah. Um, and Jimmy, uh, Jimmy and Naomi, they're eligible to get voted in to the next rounds um, as the, the fan pick, um, which would be pretty cool to see them in there again. A lot of these teams, I'd be really excited to see in there again. So uh, I've talked about, I talk about this every week. So I, I don't need to, to cover it again. Over on 205 Live, we had another set of second round matches. We had Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali and Drew Gulak versus Mark Andrews. Uh, Mustafa Ali and Drew Gulak won their matches and they continue on to the semifinal. Um, so th- th- yeah, those, those two are going to have a hell of a match. I don't even know which one of them will prevail. I'll be happy with either one because they're both, they have both been awesome lately on the other side of the bracket. Uh, we have, uh, from last week, Cedric Alexander and Roderick strong, uh, won their matches and they will be facing off in the semifinal. Uh, which one of those two, I, I don't know. Either one of them winning would be awesome. And then whatever combination there at the end, whether it's Cedric versus Mustafa, Roderick versus Mustafa, or, uh, Cedric versus Gulak or strong versus Gulak. 
I'm pronouncing his name different every single time, but uh, whatever the combination may be, uh, that's going to be an awesome final match at WrestleMania. Um, hopefully it's on the actual pay-per-view, but it's, uh, if it is on the, the kickoff show, that, that's, that'll be awesome too because then more people can watch it because it'll be right there on YouTube. Everybody can go check it out. You can feel guiltless sharing links with the timestamps directly to that match and, and tell everybody to go, go watch it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited. We also had a brand new tag team, um, mandated by Drake Maverick, uh, Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa were paired together and they faced off against a couple of local boys. Um, and they won with a pretty, uh, solid ending combination. Um, ultimately, uh, ending with the, uh, the big senton off the top by Tozawa. Um, so uh, I guess there's there are rumors that after this tournament that we're also going to get a uh, cruiserweight tag team championship instated, and uh, we have the start of that. It's in the makings with uh, uh, Team Lucha Party and also the new team of Itami and Tozawa. Um, what other teams could we have? Uh, could we see come out of this? Um, I, once Brian Kendrick is healed, uh, he could get back with his, uh, his most recent best friends, uh, Jack Gallagher. Um, we could also get, uh, Drew Gulak and Tony Nice back together if they're willing to put, uh, put things behind them. Um, as far as, uh, the, the competitive spirit that's, uh, driven a wedge between them. Um, Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali would be an awesome team. Um, who would Buddy Murphy team up with? I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. Um, so so let's go backwards just a little bit to uh, earlier in the night. We had the, the latest episode of SmackDown Live, which um, uh, rid- ridiculous. We we have this this six pack challenge on on Sunday. And uh, we were going to have, as the main event, Dolph Ziggler versus AJ Styles. But uh, things got uh, heated when Kevin and, and Sami Zayn came out and attacked these guys. And so the match was made. It, it was maybe going to be a tag team match, but Shane says, no, it's going to be... All of you, uh, uh, AJ Styles versus Dolph Ziggler versus Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens and versus Baron Corbin. It's like, what? This is nonsense. This this is absolutely out of hand. I am playing up the anger about that a little bit, but it is kind. Of, it is uh, ridiculous. I could kind of see it might makes it might end up making sense why things are getting so ridiculous. Um, but maybe not, maybe not at all. Maybe it is just getting ridiculous because it's ridiculous, but, uh, it's basically the same match minus John Cena, or really it is the same match with John Cena because, uh, we can't see him anyway. So uh, why, why that's like, uh, I don't know. It's not a championship match. So that's a difference, I guess. Um, and in the end, it is interesting that after all of the talk that uh, Sammy has talked about uh, working together with Kevin, and then in the end, he'll lay down for him 
so that uh, he can win the the universal, not the universal, the WWE championship. Um, in this match where the championship was not on the line, um, Sammy uh, took advantage of the situation. Everybody else was was outside of the ring, laid out on the floor, and uh, Kevin was in perfect position to get hit by a haluva kick. And so he was, and Sami Zayn got the win in this fatal five-way. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's like just enough ridiculous. If it was even more ridiculous, then I'd be more on board. I think, uh, my suggestion that they add even more people to this match to make it, uh, a, a crazy number of people or, uh, do that and also make it an elimination type of match, not an elimination chamber match, but, uh, you know, uh, everybody has to be pinned or submitted to be eliminated from the match that can make it actually like not like why are you doing this to aj why does he deserve to have all these people added to this match for the championship that um he he won in a standard match and has been having to defend in all these ridiculous situations um, so optimistically, that's all a part of the story that it's uh, it's purposeful that this this odds stacked against AJ being so ridiculous is a whole thing that's like we got to get rid of this guy who's making these matches happen because it's insane. It's insane, Shane. Okay, so let's talk about the matches that are happening at Fastlane. I really, 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 really hope that this WWE Championship match ends with AJ Styles as champion, remaining the WWE Champion. Now, if he does lose, there is the possibility that he could invoke his rematch immediately two nights later win the championship back and then we'll still get one-on-one Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. So I'm not completely worried about it if he does lose because the odds are ridiculous. But uh, yeah, I, I will keep that little spark of hope that he gets that championship back and um, defends it at WrestleMania. Uh, we also have Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. Um, Jinder Mahal is involved in all of this for some reason. Um, I could see him potentially helping Randy win because he, the, the same uh, James Ellsworth logic um, from a year and a half ago, like I've beaten him before. I have his number. Um, he's going to be an easier person to beat than Bobby Roode, who has beaten me. Uh, the last time that that we went head to head, the last couple of times because they were in that turn. Did they go head to head in that tournament? I can't remember. Um, then we have the tag team match between the New Day and the Usos. The Usos defending champions. I love both of these teams. They're both deserving to be champions, but uh, part of the the story that they're telling is that the Usos haven't been uh, in WrestleMania matches in the last like five years. That it's always been taken away from him, like right before. Uh, so for that reason, I I hope that they win and retain the championship. Um, because not that they couldn't have a WrestleMania match if they weren't the champions, 
But then that would mean that it's it's another edition of the New Day versus the Usos. And uh, every match they've had together has been great. Um, but have something else, uh, some something new happen there uh, would be would be more great. Uh, it's got to be Bludgeon Brothers versus whoever the winner of this match is. I I would assume. Uh, so up next we have um, Charlotte Flair versus Ruby Riot for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I, it would be pretty awesome for Ruby Riot to win. Um, but I'm not really expecting that outcome. Uh, more likely, I think, is that Carmella cashes in her Money in the Bank contract and steals the win by not even pinning Charlotte, but pinning Ruby Riot. Um, so all, all of the speculation for what might happen in these women's championship matches is still kind of based on who is Asuka actually going to challenge at WrestleMania? Is she waiting until this match at Fastlane to, de- to determine if that champion is worth challenging? And, uh, I mean, at this point, she has beaten everybody on Raw at least once. Um, her biggest challenger so far is, has been Nia Jax, and she's beaten her twice, three times now. So if she did switch to SmackDown to challenge the SmackDown Women's Championship, I think it would make a lot more sense if she were to challenge somebody who she has actually interacted with before, even though it was a very brief interaction at the end of the Royal Rumble, um, Asuka and Charlotte. Whereas uh, Asuka and Ruby Riot, I don't think have interacted. Were they in the Royal Rumble match at the same time? Uh, let's see. Asuka entered at number 25. And um, let's see. Where's Ruby Riot on here? Ruby Riot was eliminated by Nia Jax. And Nia Jax was eliminated before Asuka entered. So um, they did not go face to face in the, the Royal Rumble match. So uh, I. I think if Charlotte is the champion, that the likelihood of Asuka switching to SmackDown is much greater. Uh, That brings us to the other women's match. Uh, Becky Lynch and Naomi teaming up to fight Natalia and Carmella. Um, I hope that Becky and Naomi win. And uh, I don't don't know where things go from there, um, other than them to continue to call each other out for things like only having friends that are cats. That was probably the line of the week. Um, uh, Natalia and Naomi going at it backstage. Uh, Natalia is like, I, I have lots of friends, Naomi. And Naomi replies, oh, yeah, name one that isn't a cat. Excellent. Um, and then, of course, uh, this this whole feud between Becky and Carmella has been great, especially on Twitter. Um, and Becky is one of Becky's latest tweets that she's going to start calling her C-Mella because she took her arm. That's the that's the level of wordplay that uh, is deserving of a SmackDown Women's Championship at some point. If Asuka challenges Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania, then I hope that Becky Lynch is able to challenge Charlotte for the championship at WrestleMania as well. Um, that would be... An awesome match. We haven't really seen. We have seen them in a head-to-head match 
a few months ago, if I remember correctly, it might have been like November or December. Um, but it would be so awesome to see them go at it for championship again because uh, we haven't seen those two fight at a pay-per-view. I think maybe the last time we saw that was at WrestleMania 32, nearly two years ago. Yep, I'm looking it up here, and that is the last time they went head-to-head. It was a triple threat. Sasha Banks was in that match as well. Um, but uh, that was the last time that they had a championship match against each other. So I, I think that would be a pretty awesome match to see. Because we'd have those two uh, going against each other, and it looks like we're, we might end up getting Sasha Banks versus Bailey against each other at WrestleMania. So to see these sets of best friends go at it against each other, and then maybe you also get Kevin versus Sammy or something, I don't whatever happens with that stuff. And that brings us to the last match that's listed on the Wikipedia page of announced matches for Fastlane. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev with Aiden English. Um, I think it's going to be uh, a day off from Rusev Day, and Sunday will be Nakamura Day. Uh, Shinsuke will get the win. Um, but uh, I'm excited to, to watch the match uh, either way. Yeah, it's probably going to be a little bit lower energy. It'll probably follow one of these super crazy matches that are going to happen before it. Um, what, what other matches are going to be super crazy? It's not going to be after the six-pack challenge, but it could probably be, be after uh, the women's championship match or um, after the uh, tag team championship match, probably. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, li- I'm looking forward to it. I am cool with either one of them winning. I think Rusev winning would take a little bit of Shinsuke Nakamura's uh, momentum away heading into WrestleMania. And uh, it would make it a little bit um, seem a little bit less likely that he's going to be able to defeat AJ Styles. Although we haven't necessarily seen Rusev fight AJ Styles one-on-one. So maybe Rusev is this tremendous powerhouse who uh, will tear through any competition put in front of him. They just haven't been put in front of him yet. Duly noted. Um, okay, let's move on to NXT. Um, what happened on NXT? Oh, that's right. Uh, the start of the Dusty Tag Team Classic. Um, the We only had one match on this episode. It was the Authors of Pain versus TM61. Um, I did accidentally see the results of uh, three of these matches on the Wikipedia page last week. Um, I, I mentioned it as it was happening. but uh, So I wasn't surprised by the outcome of this match. Authors of Pain defeated TM61. But I was surprised by the crazy powerbomb over the top ropes to the, to the outside, edge of the apron, out onto the ground. Uh, Shane Thorne might be dead um or injured again from that but no that, that was awesome that was that was the wrestling moment of the week for me was that crazy power bomb to the outside um so so good good on you guys all 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 two of you involved in that the, their their tag team partners had nothing to do with the execution of that so they don't deserve any acclaim for that match at all 
just kidding. It was it was a good match. It, I, I think it was the best match of of the night. The, it was the one I was certainly the most into. Next week we're going to see the Street Profits versus Heavy Machinery, and uh, I think it's Sanity versus. Oh, I can't I can't remember who Sanity is facing, and I don't want to look it up because I I am certain that it, the spoilers will will be there, or even more spoilers will be there on the Wikipedia page. Um, so I'll I'll leave it at that. Uh, what else happened this episode? We had Bianca Belair fight someone. She won. We had uh, a heavy machinery uh, performance center promo. Uh, Otis Dozovich was on top of that weight sled pumping iron while uh, Tucker Knight was pulling it along the floor there. Um, there's the hyping, hyping up the, the match next week. Uh, that's going to be pretty fun. Pretty fun to watch. Um, and then our main events. I know I'm skipping some other stuff. Oh, yeah. We had the... The silent promo of the century from Tommaso Ciampa. He didn't say, I don't think he ended, I don't think he said anything the entire time. He just comes out, is about to say something, doesn't. It's, oh, it it was great. It is um, a prime example of body language, timing all that stuff to, to interact with the audience without actually even needing to say a single word. And he does end up, uh, he tears up a, a Johnny Gargano poster um, and he throws it in the middle of the ring and then he <laughs> smashes his crutch uh, hitting that poster, the scraps of the poster. The, the, the posters were not damaged by that cr- those crutch hits at all. But the, that image of him doing that is so funny. But also, like, bah, shake my fist at this guy. He's, he sucks. But he's awesome. Um, uh, so, yeah, yeah, that segment, segment was great. That was the best non, uh, non-wrestling thing from this week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, hands down. Hands down. Best um, non-wrestling segment this week. Um and then the, the main events, I was not way, way into it because I kind of watched everything all at once. And I, it was while being sick. So, so by this point, I had lost most of my momentum and I was just ready for a nap afterwards. But Alistair Black versus Killian Dane. Alistair Black uh, won via Black Mass. And uh, I don't know if it was announced as the stipulation for this match uh, specifically, but I believe, at least somewhat as a result of uh, this match's outcome, uh, we're going to get Aleister Black versus Andrade San Almas at NXT TakeOver New Orleans, and that could be a hell of a match. Oh, there's also a backstage interview. Um, they were interviewing William Regal. And he got kind of fed up with what they're asking him. Um, oh, they're they're hounding him to, to choose a favorite for the the tag team classic. And he's like, I have stuff to do. I gotta go. And then Pete Dunn comes sauntering down the ramp. Oh, the loading docks there, and uh, they talk to him a little bit. And uh, Roderick Strong comes over. He's like, I'm not done with you. I want another fight. And then the undisputed era come enters screen right. 
Like, let me guess, he's begging for a rematch, blah, blah, blah. So uh, that could be a hell of a match. If that's on NXT TakeOver, that would be fantastic. Whether it's a, a rematch, Roderick Strong versus Pete Dunne, or Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole, or a triple threat, Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, and Roderick Strong, that'd be a hell of a match, um, whether it's at TakeOver or filmed at TakeOver for the following week. I would love that. From what I understand, Bobby Fish is injured. And uh, I didn't want to click through to see what specific spoilers were talked about in some articles that were posted on Reddit about that. But I could see them changing that Dusty Classic um, into a tournament for the championship if they do have to um, vacate that due to his injury. Um, So uh, we'll see what happens with all of that in the coming weeks. I really want to try to avoid spoilers. The last set of tapings I saw even the smallest amount of spoilers and it uh it was a detriment to the surprise and thrill of seeing what happens as NXT TV unfolds. Um so I'm going to avoid all of that for this past week's tapings for um the coming episodes going into WrestleMania. Um all right, so uh, I think that pretty much covers everything this week, except for main events, which I haven't watched yet. If there is some, I, I'm guessing that there's probably going to be somebody beating up Kurt Hawkins, and he will lose, and then probably a cruiserweight tag team match. So uh, stay tuned for my thoughts on that, if they were particularly notable, on my episode later this week covering... Fast Lane from Columbus, Ohio. I am super excited. Let me know what you thought about everything this week, what your predictions are for Fast Lane and WrestleMania by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. I totally forgot to talk about the, the name of this episode. Um, it's from the Mix Match Challenge. Naomi was calling Alexa two feet. And I'm like, what kind of insult is that? You also have two feet. But I, I believe she was referring to the unit of measurement and exaggerating how short Alexa is. Um, but it's, it's still funny to go back and watch that whole interaction. It's like, are you calling me two feet? And, uh, yeah, it was a lot, it was a lot of fun. Um, go watch that match. It's on Facebook and it will be on the WWE network, uh, on Thursday. I'm recording this on Thursday. So later today, it's probably going to be up there. Okay. That's it. Bye.